1: You're listening to the X Zone radio show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzone radio.com. Welcome back to the X-Zone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My producer tonight at Master Control in White Springs, Florida is Batman. And my guest this hour is Amira. She is a soul mystic. She's a master clairvoyant healer and spiritual teacher. Amira is an internationally acclaimed life intuitive life coach, master energy healer and spiritual teacher with a client base that is truly worldwide. She has guided thousands of people worldwide to open, heal, and move forward in their life path. Amir is clairvoyant and sees energy and works long distance like a psychic spam guard. Using her clairvoyant ability, she releases energetic contamination from the aura, the body, and other spaces, allowing for optimal life experience. She is uh, also the young lady who is going to be taking a group of people on a sacred travel journey to Egypt in November. And Amira, welcome back to the X-Zone.
2: Oh, thank you, Rob. It's so great to be back. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, love having you here. You're one of the most uplifting people <laughs> I know. And you know what? With today In today's society, and, and this is what I sent you in an email, everything seems to be negative. People are forgetting what it is to be positive and how, when you think positive, you actually start things moving in a positive motion.
2: You know, you're absolutely right about that. And, uh, you know, there's certainly an awful lot of pressures, the realities of the gas prices Mm -hmm. and the housing crisis and the stock market and working harder and longer and family pressures. And, you know, it starts to boil up within us. And I honestly think... You know, thinking positive is the first part of all of that. But I also think we need a release valve or some sort of mechanism, a tool, to help us release it because it's real. Now, it may be a perception of our reality, Mm -hmm. but um, that's part of what I do is I teach people how to release it so that they can feel good from the inside out and not just thinking, oh, yes, I'm on the happy path. (laughs) Because sometimes you don't feel that way, you know. But um, I think thinking is is a big step. Reminding ourselves that we do have so much that we need to be thankful for and grateful for, I think that's a huge step. And then also taking proactive physical tools, or I call them physical, but they're really visual tools um, that we can use to help relax, relax and release energies that are impacting us in the negative way. And it's, you know what? Hmm. Having said negative or positive, I think the more I, the, the more work I do, the longer yes. I'm in this work, and the more I see clairvoyantly, I realize, you know, there really isn't a positive and negative. That's been a human slant that we've had to attach to. Something. What is there then? What is there? It's just stuff. Stuff. <laughs> it's just energy, and we have a perception based on our reality it's positive or negative, based on, oh, it's good or bad. But what if there was no good or bad? What if it was just all an experience? And what is it and how is it that we're going to learn from it?
1: I'm going to have to ponder these three questions over this two-minute commercial break. My name's Rob McConnell, Amira Soul Mystic, is our special guest tonight. Her toll-free number is one 800 659 I'm sorry, 6796. That's one 800 659 6796 Her website, www.soulmystic.com. Amira and I will be back after this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues right here on the Talk Star Radio Network. Here is is our special guest. Her website is www.soulmystic.com. Let's go to our phones. We have, um, let me see, George in joining us now. Hi, George.
4: Hello, I have a good question for Amira.
1: Sure, go right ahead, Great.
4: sir. SETI was just on. What's her advice for SETI how to contact aliens and she deals in other energies that the SETI may not be dealing in? I, I'm sorry, but I, I'm having a real hard time hearing you.
1: George, can you speak louder, please?
4: How would she advise SETI... To contact the aliens and see deals in other images, that SETI might not deal in.
2: Wait, you're asking SETI... Oh, the the. Um...
1: Okay, I, I think I understand his question. Uh, Seth Shostak from SETI was on just before you, oh, and uh, okay. and as you know, to... SETI listens to the the galaxy trying right? to trying to listen to signals that would prove extraterrestrial life. Okay. So George is is uh, is asking since you deal in. Alternative energies, mm-hmm. what would you suggest, SETI, that they look for? Are
2: we talking to the actual device? Or are no, we I,
1: actually I, talk- I, I think that uh, George's question is, is basically you know, if SETI can't find ETs with their equipment listening to frequencies that they're listening to, is there a way that you, as an alternative, um, per, uh, as a person who uses alternative energies, right would be able to help SETI find ETs?
2: Well, you know, this is really interesting because what... uh, It sounds overly simplistic, but the very first thing I do, Mm -hmm. if I lose anything or want to find any information, is I ground it. I create a visual uh, cord, a grounding cord, let's say, to the SETI device and hook it to the center of the planet so that it could be seen or that the alien... uh, Life forms would connect with SETI. And then I would send a signal out energetically from the SETI device to the ET.
1: Did that answer your question, George?
4: Well, no, not really, but I just thought, thought it, well, I wanted wonder what her, what her answer would be, because a lot of these mystics and stuff deal with different forms of crystals, eh? and these crystals have all kinds of different energy reception possibilities.
2: Right, but what I'm dealing with is the non-physical energy, that they're possibly dealing with, that they possibly are. I mean, let's. Maybe these ETs can't even be seen in a visceral form.
4: So do you mean you've never contacted an ET? I thought every every soul second. Oh yeah, I, I have, happened.
2: and there there there's a lot of differences. There's e, there's there's beings that have never had bodies.
4: You mean the light beings?
2: Yeah. Yeah. so um, I'm not sure what beings they're trying to communicate with or if there's a parameter or defined um, expectation and sometimes expectations get all get us all in a jam don't they
4: yeah and the beings so that live in the solid matter themselves the uh, those energy beings that live in matter itself
2: right so you know there's a lot of different possibilities but I would definitely what I do um, for my clients, if you were asking me to connect yourself or have the, the device that you're working with work, or, or maybe it was dysfunctional, we can actually release the energies to create function or for you to get the solution to creating or solving the problem.
4: Well, Thanks for so me. Now, it should take City three weeks now to do it. Have Pardon a good day. Me? <laughs> Thanks,
1: George. He said, "Thanks for your help. Now it should take SETI three weeks to find the aliens."
2: Well, I sure hope so. That's really exciting.
1: Thanks, George. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Tell, tell me more about the aliens that that you have been in contact with.
2: Well, I've been having a regular visitor actually, and I don't know that I want to call it or the essence an alien. I would call it an extraterrestrial, and more than that, i call it a star being. A star a being? Okay. Yeah, um, The star being actually came to me while I was in Egypt the last time in April of this year.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was just quietly meditating, and all of a sudden I felt a presence that was a large egg-shaped light standing behind me. It was very large, probably 12 to 14 feet tall. It seemed like it didn't quite fit in the room, but somehow it did. And, and, and have you ever felt somebody walk up behind you, and you don't know who it is, but you sense someone standing there? Yes. And, and it's very real, and you could turn around and see. Well, this is exactly how that felt for me, only very strong. And the being started to communicate to me and give me information about my transformation, personal transformation, and expectations of what's going to be happening on the planet, um, some great shifts, some large openings, the light or the energy on the planet expanding and it being like a... um, for people or individuals changing from like a caterpillar to like a butterfly overnight. And it was difficult for this being to describe to me what this shift was going to be, except to imagine the analogy or the metaphor using caterpillar to a butterfly. So I don't know if a caterpillar feels pain or what that whole shift is like, but it explained to me that's what's occurring on the planet.
1: I would put that to a child going through puberty, except a lot more confusing and a lot more <laughs> unknowing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know At least you have parents telling you what's, what's happening. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of leaders or lightworkers that are aware of this shift and they're talking about it, and a lot of people have guidance for it, but there's a lot of people that don't know how to access that information and so i actually have a project that i'm going to be working on where i'm calling light workers and energy workers visionaries people that have the information to create a documentary on this so Isn't isn't
1: it possible that everyone here on this planet has the knowing in our dna and that at a certain time this dna is just going to click on and we'll know what to do instinctively
2: You know, I'm really excited that you identified that. I do believe that. However, there's a lot of people that aren't listening or might just have a little bit of uh, need validation or certainty to to verify that they're not cracking. Um, All they have to do is look around. Well, that's possible. I, I really feel that, you know, just like when you're going through puberty, you know what's going on, but you still don't. Does yeah, Brix. Ex-
1: sure it does, but the expectations were great.
2: <laughs> right? You had something yeah, well, to look forward to. <laughs> For some of us. Um, you know, that's a whole another conference, isn't it,
1: Ralph? I, I had a good time. I I looked forward to it. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, I'll be able to hang with the guys, you know, get a couple of dates, you know, and I finally leave home and all right, I'm growing all up.
2: Assignment. Yeah, that's right. That's good. And then, then yeah, <laughs> you got me there, boy. I don't know where to go with that one. I was, I was, I was all on this light and transformation, and I was just gonna plug into the DNA aspect of being well, it's, ignited. In-
1: it's all part of it. It is all part of it because puberty is part of our DNA. This is something that we go through,
2: and it's all about creation. Exactly. And the big old spark that we experience during orgasm is our actual divine connection.
1: Now look who's taking this conversation in a strange (laughs) way.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I believe it and see it, and I have seen it clairvoyantly. And I really get excited. I mean, this is totally orgasmic, isn't it? I, I, I really, and that's why I get so passionate and excited about this, this, sacred journey to egypt because literally it's like plugging in and activating at the you know sacred Mm -hmm. temples sites where you there's a part of you that is activated and remembers who you are the energetics from the stars that i believe and that is exponentially um ignited and influenced by going to egypt
1: now, have you ha- have you had these feelings any other place on Earth or just in Egypt?
2: I've traveled a lot of places. Um, Peru um, was pretty magical and mm-hmm. intense. I don't know that I had that that incredible uh, experience. I found the veils in Egypt and Ireland, uh, especially, very thin, um, right. where you can connect with beings and or parts of yourself, maybe from other lifetimes. Um, in all of those places, I think really what happens is, you know, how sensitive are you to it? How much are you allowing yourself to be open to the magic and the mystery? Um, but I found I, I, I personally have a special affinity with Egypt, and honestly, I thought I was done with Egypt three years ago, but something keeps pulling me back. And I would, I would always just invite people to think about if you're being drawn, or if you're being curious, or there's something part of you deep within your heart saying, Egypt, and it's a faint call, or maybe you've always had a dream to go, but never went. Well, now is the time. Now is the time to do it, jump, and take action. Because it's, 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 it's incredibly intense and powerful. So many groups in North America, um, you know, for, for a lot of years, a lot of people here have been afraid to go over to that area of the world. But it seems as though this year there's a whole... You know, pilgrimage yeah. in mass, mass amounts of people going from the U.S. So, and Canada. It's very exciting, very exciting.
5: You,
1: you sound very passionate about it.
2: I don't even know why. I can't even oftentimes find words to describe the experience of going to Egypt. But for me, when you see statues smile at you, I mean, we're talking giant granite statues. Yeah. Or when you hear echoes of sounds that sound like angelic uh, or priests chanting, Um, or when you feel yourself being suspended inside the Great Pyramid, you know, with dazzling lights, you know, spiraling around you that that reflect colors that cannot be described in earthly terms, like the DNA strand. When you have these types of experiences, your life experiences, it isn't
1: the same. That's what happened to me. All right, dear, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Amira is our special guest. Her website is www.soulmystic.com, and you can contact Amira for a one-on-one consultation at 1-800-659-6796. When we come back, more with Amira here on the X Zone live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network.
6: Here's a B movie quiz. What big ape movie did Raymond Burr, TV's Perry Mason, and Ironsides monkey around in along with Lee J. Cobb, and Ben Bancroft, Lee Marvin, and Cameron Mitchell in an amusement park? Yes, Gorilla at Large, the 1954 color fear flick. This little gem is one of a collection of sci-fi and fantasy films on DVD for just $27.99 offered to Exxon listeners. You get a big assortment of the good, the bad, and the even worse. In the latter category, there's Pizzadora in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. The Master of Terror, John Carradine, stars in the incredible petrified world. Like Gladiator Movies Kid, Steve Reeves in Red Park, Flex Like Fury, and a few Hercules flicks. 50 movies on 12 DVDs. A $300 value if I ever saw one. All yours for $27.99 plus shipping and handling. Get online now to TalkStarRadio.com and shop the online video bookstore and bazaar. Amethyst works with your guides, angels, and spirit animals
1: to assist you in catalyzing your inner healer, clearing your psychic and spiritual debris, integrating your lost soul parts, illuminating your journey, energizing your spirit, opening your psychic senses, exercising your multidimensional gifts, activating your purpose, empowering your soul, validating your experiences, navigating life's transitions, guiding your process, awakening your spiritual essence balancing your energies, tapping into the creative flow, realizing your dreams, visioning your destiny, dreaming your world into being, being who you really are. Amethyst is an Exon iPod partner and can be visited online at www.answersfromyourangels.com or from your Exon iPod by touching the Angels widget on the main screen. Amethyst www.answersfromyourangels.com I'm Rob McConnell, and welcome to the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Today on the X-Zone, do vampires really exist? Do vampires really exist? In creating Dracula, Irish author Bram Stoker, who lived from 1847 to 1912, may have drawn on stories he heard as a child about the cholera epidemic that hit London and Paris in 1849. As in times of plague, there were many cases of hasty burial of sick bodies which were not really dead but in a deep sleeper coma. Stoker's idea about vampires could have been fueled by reports of the so-called dead tapping on their coffins, turning in their graves, or showing other signs of life. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and this portion of the Exxon is being brought to you by Amira, soul mystic, master clairvoyant healer, and spiritual teacher, creating life-changing results. Also, she has a sacred travel to Egypt planned for November. If you'd like more information or a one-on-one consultation with Amira, her toll-free number is 1-800-659-6796. That's one 1-800- 800 Six five nine six seven nine six, Or you can visit Amira online at www.soulmystic.com. And by Discovering the Interlife, new from the author of Return, Dr. Georgina Cannon. It's a powerful book about your life between lives. And if you'd like to order a copy of Discovering the Interlife, or if you'd like to contact Dr. Georgina Cannon, the website is Canada com, or you can call toll-free to the Ontario Hypnosis Centre in Toronto, one 497 7469 And my guest this hour is Amira. And Amira, welcome back to the x Always great having you with us.
7: Thank you. What right,
2: joy to be here.
1: Let's go to our caller. We have Kathy in Ottawa. Hi, Kathy.
7: Hello, Rob. How are you?
1: I'm just doing great, thank you. How are you doing?
7: Just fine, thank you.
1: Excellent. And what is your question?
7: Did you get my message, by the way?
1: No, I didn't, dear.
7: Our book is out.
1: It is. Congratulations.
7: Yes, I'm proud.
1: You should be.
7: I have uh, one copy here at home. Uh, It's on the Internet as well. You can get it on the Internet. I'm going to check... Kathy, you're going to have stories. to speak up, dear.
1: You're going to have to speak up. Oh,
7: okay. I'm going to get... Uh, it's on the Internet. Right. It's... Uh, v is in victory. Yes. Okay. V is v in victory. V is in Bob. W. And that's the publisher. That's the short form.
1: And what's the name of your book, Kathy? It's
7: called Coffee on Sundays. C-O-S-S-E-E. Yeah. Coffee on Sunday.
1: Well, congratulations
7: by Barbara Lawson Reaster.
1: Well, congratulations to you, Kathy. Her
7: name is Barbara Lawson Reister. She was my therapist here. My occupational therapist. And it's about a number of different people in the institution, and I'm the main main person of the book.
1: Well, good for you. We're proud of you.
7: So is the you could get a coffee. I would love you to look at it. Just
1: I certainly it. will.
7: I'm, I'm just shaking, telling you.
1: Well, don't shake too hard. I don't want you to fall <laughs> down.
7: But I'd like to uh, tell, uh, say something to Mary here.
1: She's right here. Go right Hello? Ahead.
7: Hello? Yes. Yes, I, I can barely hear you. Use hear
2: you. Could you please speak okay. up? I can barely hear you. Can you speak up for me, please?
7: Okay. Thank you. What you were saying about people... Uh, being able to sense that if people were around them. Uh huh. I'm visually impaired. Okay. Plus, I'm in a wheelchair. Now, I okay. can, I can uh, sense what you're saying because um, when somebody walks into my room, I can tell by footsteps who they are. Uh huh. Great. Well, that's. And that's I can really also give you your, one your example. senses are highly developed. If I may use to you, Rob, as an example. May I? Yeah, well, one time, Rob and I met here in Ottawa, and when I was in the restaurant, this lady opened the door and said to me, would you like to see Rob? He came over, didn't say a thing, leaned down on the floor and said, hi daddy. I remember that right to this day. (laughs) That's fabulous.
1: Well, Kathy, congratulations on your book, and I certainly will get a copy, and um, the next time I see you, you'll have to autograph it for me.
7: Well, we'll, we'll, uh, I'm hoping I could do the next best thing, is tell the explanation my, my story.
1: Kathy, you take care of yourself, sweetie. Thank you. Good night, dear. Good night. What a story. Amira, you were talking earlier about... Grounding when George was on the phone, and 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 you said if you know, take you know, visually imagine the 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 the, uh, the satellite dish being grounded to the center of the earth. Now, what is the significance of that?
2: Well, you know, science has shown us that all electrical devices have a grounding cord, right?
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's
2: a the three prongs on. Yep. Okay, so it the grounding provides a way for excessive energy passing through a device so it won't blow up, okay, it goes into the earth. Well, we don't have a grounding cord as individuals. So what I do in in the work I do, part of my class, the very first tool I teach people is how to ground themselves. And when we can do that, when the body can feel safe, Mm -hmm. we literally open up our other abilities, like Kathy was talking about her senses, our clairvoyance, our ability to feel clearly or hear our guides and teachers, or hear deceased loved ones on the other side, or be able to connect with an ET. Um, What I do is I teach people how to ground so that they can allow those other parts of themselves to open up. So it provides a lot of things. It provides a way for us to release tension because all that excess of energy has a place to go. When we give it a way to direct, just literally can fall away from us, so it can it can be a healing tool, because when the body's got too much excessive energy, guess what happens? It breaks down. It has disease, you know. And then there's an accumulated effect that just literally puts us in the ground. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be like that.
1: <laughs> that gives a whole new meaning to the word of grounded, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, you mean when kids are grounded? <laughs>
1: That's yeah, something
2: like that's that, yeah. New, yeah. that's
1: another one. Yeah. That's a whole new
2: show. Okay, yeah, that. but I'm telling you what, it is so powerful what we can do. When I lose something and I can't find it, I'm in the middle of a move, so uh-huh. I'm packing and rearranging and moving things from room to room. If I can't find something that I've laid down, I ground it. And before you know it, it pops up, or I'm directed to where it is. If so, I can't get a hold of somebody, if the phone is busy, and nowadays a lot, everybody has call waiting and call, call ID display, yeah. and voicemail, etc. but if I can't get through to somebody or if there's a communication breakdown, I'll ground the other person. I'll give them a visual. Just in my mind's eye, imagine, from the base of their spine to the center of the planet, I create a grounding cord for them. So it can happen like if you're working on the phone with somebody, and the other person on the other end isn't having a great day, they're a little edgy or maybe a little irritated, I'll give them a grounding cord, and that can shift the whole vibration, the whole communication. So we can use that in every aspect of our life day to day I try and teach practical tools to help us, one, live as a spirit in a human body, mm-hmm. deal with this physical pain-in-the-butt experience that we have sometimes. It's really hard. Especially when you're so enlightened (laughs) and you don't want to be here, you know, or you're ready to take off. So many people aren't even experiencing their body, Rob. They're so caught up into the future or in maybe some technical device or maybe they're even into their computer and God knows they're not in their body.
1: No, that's true. Um, Gosh, I I was just going to say something and and, and it fluttered away.
2: Somebody jumped in your head is what happened.
1: Uh, That. Wouldn't be the first time.
2: Uh, <laughs> or you jumped in somebody else's.
1: <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time either. Uh, well, our
2: spirits are so powerful, you know. Well, that's There's what no I was going to ask a you. Spirit. What's that?
1: I know what I was going to ask you. Well, we, if if this is a spiritual experience that we have on this planet, and we we have the choice of coming here. We have the choice of who we are born to. We have the choice of which body we we come in. Why, in the name of heaven, do some people pick the worst bodies and the worst situations, and others pick the best of both worlds?
2: Well, gee, how much time do we have for that one? Um, in, in a simple Reader's Digest version explanation, I'll say this, is that in between lives, there's a place that I call the threshold. Mm-hmm. We decide... Maybe maybe there's, a, maybe there's a conference, maybe we decide with God or our supreme creator, or maybe it's purely a soul choice of all kinds of lessons. Let's say we have a catalog. We go, okay, on my journey, I want to learn these lessons. So we we'll say, okay, well, I'm going to choose this kind of a body so that I can experience this kind of lesson. I need to have a husband or a, a man leave me in this lifetime because maybe I've done that the reverse in another lifetime, but I need to have an experience of the flip side of what that feels like. Okay, I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that anything's by chance. It's all mm-hmm. by choice, and all of what we're experiencing is purely that—an experience for the soul. So back to that positive and negative that we were talking about early in our conversation. It's like it's not positive or negative. It's just an experience. And if we can release judgment on all of those experiences, then we move into a much higher—let's just call it—a category or experience of being a spirit and having a human experience.
1: Speaking about experiences, do you have any place left for your your uh, sacred travel to Egypt?
2: Oh, we do. There's there's a, a small small uh, number of seats. Still available, mm-hmm. and so I would highly encourage anybody that's just feeling uh, so inclined to give me a call um, or email me. Um, and that would be great because we are leaving October 31st and, and we return on November 13th. So we don't have much time to finalize everything, but it is um, something not to be missed, I can guarantee that. It is truly, truly life changing. This will be my seventh trip, Rob.
5: Good
1: for you.
2: Yeah. And every time it's different. Every time it's, if it can get even better, it, it does. And, uh, the, my colleague that I'm working with, and Vonda, Vonda Osman of Joy Travel, um, she's been to Egypt 26 times. Leading group. Uh, to me, she is just, an amazing woman full of wisdom and guidance expertise that uh, makes the journey just so much better because she goes out of her way to make sure everybody has everything that they need. So that's very... That's, that, that doesn't happen all the time when you're on a trip. <laughs>
5: Boy,
1: don't I know that.
7: Yeah, yeah. That's I, have to, I have
1: to ask you, what was it like the first time you were in Egypt and you stood at the base of the Great Pyramid and looked up?
2: It was, I, I was really without words. It's just, I mean, I think I had my mouth open wide. There's a lot of flies around that area, too, so that could have been, you know, I really just stood there in complete awe. I felt so, one, you know, I I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I felt unhuman. And maybe that, you know, as I'm talking out loud, I'm even feeling this as like, well, my first experience was not as a human as I came to the planet. You know, it's pure spirit. Yes. Um, so it's it's you know words that I choose are magical or powerful or the, the um, you know they aren't they really don't do it justice because when you open your window and you're at the Mina House, right overlooking the Giza Plateau, it is surrealistic. It's hard to fathom that you're really there, and the power the vibrations of that place are still totally undefinable to to people, and everybody will have their own experience, of course. But, you know, scientists have all tried to describe it. They do a great job in different ways. I don't know that anybody can completely, definitively say, you know, this is what it's all about. When I was there, my own personal intuitive information was the Great Pyramid is like a transformer, It steps down energy or steps up energy. I believe it's a stargate. I believe it's an opening or a portal or a vehicle, maybe even a machine, you know, that helps propel us into a transformation. And um, so that's my own personal experience. I'm not the scientist. I don't have that type of acumen.
1: But you Um, are. But you are a mirror, the soul (laughs) mystic. Stand by, Amira. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side. When we come back, I'll tell you who's going to be on tomorrow night as well. Amira's website is www.soulmystic.com. My name's Rob McCall. This is The Exxon on Talkstar. If you've ever wondered about past lives or even life between lives, and you think the whole idea is a little strange, you're not alone. Dr. Georgina Cannon, author of the books Return, Past Life Regression, and You, and her latest book, Discovering the Interlife, writes her books to remove the woo-woo from these regression protocols and to show the therapeutic benefit and opportunities that happen with these journeys. Discovering the Interlife is the one book you'll need as you continue on your life journey. As Shirley McLean said about the book,
7: This
2: is a very, very powerful work.
1: So be kind to yourself and find out more about discovering the interlife at www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. That's www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. You'll be glad you did. To contact Dr. Georgina Cannon at the Ontario Hypnosis Centre in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, visit
8: www.ontariohypnosiscenter.com. What's new? What's a cat? Whoa! The cat is finally out of the bag. Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed. This is the no-copycat book that gives you the X-factor. Impersonable insight and experience to understanding cat behavior. And solving problems from the cat's point of view. Learn the secrets of cat attitude revealed by Carolyn Bartz. That will take the relationship with your cat up a notch and to the next level. Discover why cat owners live longer, healthier lives. Medical facts revealed and why your cat can't help it. Digital photos to guide you in cat care. Safety Tips, historical and myth gems, and a fun, enlightening quiz. The perfect gift for smart cat owners and cat lovers. If you love your cat, take the journey now. Don't wait. To order your copy of Secrets of Cat
1: Attitude Revealed, visit www.secretsofcatattituderevealed.com. Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed. The perfect gift for smart cat owners
0: and cat lovers.
1: Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. Uh, Let me see. We started off the night with um, Dr. Michael Castle talking about chemtrails. Stephen Lachance joined us. He is a paranormal investigator and the author of The Uninvited, The True Story of the Union Screaming House. Dr. Seth Shostak from SETI, and, of course, Amira, our favorite soul mystic. On tomorrow night's show, we have Miriam Delicato. She has been in contact with tall, blonde aliens since 1988. We're going to hear her story. Paul Davis is going to join us, and uh, he's going to ask the question, what is the State of the Union concerning America and its place in the world? Douglas James Cottrell joins us. He is a healer. He is also considered as the modern-day Edgar Cayce. And George Green talks to us about UFOs and aliens. And he claims they're real. That's tomorrow night here on The X Zone. Once again, if you'd like information about Amira, Soul Mystic, she is a master clairvoyant healer and a spiritual teacher. Here's the number to call for a one on one consultation or to get more information about the sacred travel to Egypt trip that is planned, that will be leaving on October 31st. All right, you've got your pens and pencils ready? Okay, here we are 1 800 659 6796. That's 1 800 659 6796. Or you can visit Amira's website at www.soulmystic.com. Once again the toll-free number is 1-800-659-6796 or her website www.soulmystic.com. First of all Amira thanks very much for joining us tonight. It's always great talking to you. And uh, what what changes are you seeing in, in people that are coming to see you and that are that are asking you for your for your for your for your advice? Uh, are, are are the questions changing? Are you seeing a, a change in the in the um, in the paradigm? Uh,
2: Honestly, it seems to always be about me, not me personally. But the individual calling, it's all about them. Um, I still see patterns of relationship questions or career. There seems to be more tension regarding career and and making things happen. And and so what happens is by doing the energy work and by me assisting people and getting their spirit in alignment with their body, they can get back on track and start being and doing what they're here to do. And so that's the goal, is to follow our life purpose, our, our spiritual life purpose.
1: I would and imagine one of the greatest challenges for anyone is actually learning why they're here.
2: It seems to be the core question for all of us. And or, how can I be loved? Mm-hmm. And I think we're all here with for the basic common thread is to be loved. How do we access that? How do we get to that point? because
1: that's all there is, is love. All you need is love. That's what John Lennon said.
2: I agree. How about you?
1: I agree, too. Amira, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us tonight. Always a delight, and we certainly will be speaking to you in the near future.
2: It's, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much.
1: Take care, dear lady. Amira, Soul Mystic, once again, 1-800-659-6796. That's one eight hundred six five nine six seven nine six. 659 6796 or her website, www.soulmystic.com. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. To my producer at Master Control, the one and only Batman. Hey, Batman, thanks very much for keeping us up on those one, two, three, four big birds in the sky, Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, Iglia 2, and on G3. And, of course, around the world on talkstarradio.com, streaming audio. To uh, my wife, Laura Rogers, the senior producer of the show, thank you, sweetheart. To Keith Friedman, Consolidated Streaming, thank you, Keith. And, of course, to Bob Gatlin over at the Exxon TV uh, chat room. Thanks, Bob, for keeping everybody up and at it. And Exone Nation, you are the best radio audience in the world, and you are growing. You are truly growing. Visit our new website at TV.com and... Uh, What we're going to be doing is we're going to be putting on the 8-gigabyte iPods, the Exxon iPods, for $275 instead of the $299. So until tomorrow night, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart.